You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. We've got Steve Ronaldo here and Jim Weber. They're the brains of the operation. And uh, we had a guest that uh, has a stomach bog, and uh, we can all appreciate that. And Hope he gets to feeling better. Yeah, yeah, and, I agree. Uh, we were we we're going to talk, and I, I think we'll go ahead and talk about this if it's okay with you all. Uh, what the stomach bug? Pardon? We the stomach talk, bug? We no. going to talk about the stomach bug? No, no, bug? we're not going to oh. talk about the stomach bug. But we were going to talk about uh, transporting cars, and Steve is uh, is proficient in transporting cars, and we have a a very special sponsor. Passport Transport that uh, transport transports cars, and I I've gotten to thinking about over the years, uh, and I don't know a lot about it, but over the years in transporting, uh, the things that have come along, the the technology that has come along, and it, it quote unquote technology even goes back in my thinking to the uh, CB radio that. Um, Citizens Band Radio that every truck driver in the country had one ten four good buddy yeah and, uh, all that stuff back in the seventies yeah back in the seventies do what yeah everybody had yeah. that listen yeah, yeah. and uh, Smokey is at mile marker thirteen yeah. shooting pictures yeah and, and you're in the the rocking chair yeah in yeah. the middle I'm in the rocking chair yeah. you know and now we laugh about that but I my wife was from Connecticut and. Uh, I got literally in the rocking chair on 85, headed up to Connecticut, and I was in it until we got to uh, the other side of Pennsylvania, and I'm in it, made all the difference in the world. We were doing 85, 90 miles an hour. And, uh, well, you better tell us everybody what the rocking chair is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's you're the middle car between some guy that's flying and some guy that's covering your back. And you're in the middle. And you and don't get arrested. And you don't get arrested. Yeah. yeah. And you're stopped. in the rocking chair. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody use CBs anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, you know, the cell phones probably not. No, it, no I agree but, with you. Between the cell phone and GPS, why would you ever use a CB Well, the telephone can't do the same thing that a CB can. Well. How do you know what the guy's telephone number is five miles ahead of Well, maybe they do. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I have no idea. I I don't either. Well, it was fun to listen to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be northbound and down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, that's a good uh, trick. And then yeah. uh, and you hold the map, you're going up. And then Burt Reynolds made it, you know, oh, Smokey and the, ba- yeah. the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. And, uh, you know what? My favorite Burt Reynolds movie, so I think it was White Lightning, and then we, he played the character Gator McCluskey. Yeah. Uh, I remember he that. drove a big old Ford uh, town car. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, the CB was, uh, I guess, somewhat high tech or somewhat tech. For the time. And, yeah, for the time, back in the 70s. And, uh, and, got and it was worth listening to because, like, they would, they would tell you uh, if you had it on Channel 19, the yeah. Trucker Channel, uh, 
And it's really aggravating sometimes when I'm towing the car trailer, and and I always stop at Love's. Um, there's several of them that have yeah. truck stops. Yeah, Flying Love, J, Flying Pilot. J, Pilot. Number one, because it, they always have places for people with trailers. You don't yeah. have to fight your way in and out. And most of them have a restaurant, so you can do everything at one stop. But we got off the last time we were going to Florida, and uh, the McDonald's that was attached to the, the truck service area was closed. But see, if you had a CB, you would know that. If you listened to it, they would tell you that the, well, the now, McDonald's I, is closed. I will I will give to both of you on this. The, your telephone, if you have some of the directional ways uh, things, and they'll ways. tell you cop up ahead or wreck up yeah. ahead. Or, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. ways. That's one, the only one I know of. I don't know of any well, other ones. Google, my Google Maps thing, yeah. uh, every t- once in a while she'll talk to me. Yeah. She'll say something. Yeah, your the the newer Garmin's do it my, too, uh, but I mine is my an built old one. Doesn't do any of that. Yeah, it just tells you where to go and and uh, it no, it work. doesn't either. My, none of them do. I don't think because they have to be updated all the time. Yeah, and, uh, and that's expensive. It is. It is my my uh, my other Explorer. This one, the eighteen, is updated, but uh, yeah, but see, Garmin, you, they do it usually twice a year. Mm-hmm. And if you did that with the one in your car, there it's one hundred and sixty nine to two hundred and twenty five dollars yeah. to get them done. And I don't know that it adds that much, does it? Well, you know, I guess whatever. Well, like the is. new express lanes that are here. Yes, uh, I'm sorry. They wouldn't know that. They, the older ones, if you didn't have an update, wouldn't know about the express lanes on I seventy five. Five seventy five. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't know about. Right, it. I didn't know about them either. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it, it, it's, we do it usually every couple of years because when we go and we're towing, um, we know where we're going until you you know you get to the town. Once you yeah. get off the interstate at exit whatever, uh, we know then you have to know where you're going to find the hotel and house hotel and parking and all that stuff. They they'll tell you where it is and yeah. You have I, to, uh, I use mine. For the simplest of things, and I love it. And it'll tell me when I'm, you know, it'll wake me up. I've to, I need to make a turn coming up here in a quarter miles, or and it, and this one does something different from uh, my other one. Is that it will tell you that turn right now, not it'll say, you know, my other one said turn right in a tenth of a mile or seven yes. tenths. Of, yes. How in the hell am I supposed to know what seven tenths of a mile is? You know. But this one says, and it'll sound when you're supposed to turn to. So anyway, back to the the transport business, I would think that uh, a lot of things like GPS, uh, starting with the CB, now GPS, and uh, I guess from, and you'll probably know a whole lot more about this than I do, but I guess from uh, uh, a transporter's main office, they can track that. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Now fast they're going, and yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's a yeah. wreck. Ed, here. Ed's told us about that when we've yeah. interviewed Ed from Passport on. Yeah, they, I want. I guess the words control. They got total control over where you are. Yeah, there's that big disc on the yeah. top of the cab. But yeah, and if they have that, they don't have to stop for at all of those places. They right. just drive right through. And I don't. 
if I'm a truck driver and my living is controlling time, I can't understand why those guys don't do that. Uh, well, and, and here's for example, if if you are on a schedule and you're running a reefer, in other words, a refrigerated truck, and you, you're up 85, and the other day I sat on 85 for almost an hour in park because we're at, tw- at where the Mall of Georgia is, Highway 20 there going north. It's three lanes, and then it goes down to two, and it's construction, and they're obviously expanding it. We didn't move. It was the old thing where you had 10 pounds in a two-pound sack. Yeah. And uh, think of a trucker with a reefer going someplace, and he's got to be delivering this, let's say, in Charlotte in four hours. He isn't going to make Charlotte in four hours. Well, it works both ways, where the the company can call the person he's delivering to and say, you know, we got a problem on... Right. Well, you know, I know there's a lot of things a lot of people don't know, and I use it in every state. Is five one one. Call five one one on your cell phone. That's the that's the state. Whatever state you're in, they have, and you can you tell them the road, you tell them the direction, and they'll tell you there's construction here and here. Expect delays. There's an accident here. There's this and this and this. Hmm. And a lot of people, I tell other people, look, have you used five one one? No. So you can get off. You can get a you you can you can if you have a GPS you can find an alternative route and they'll get you off. Or have I always keep a road atlas and Brenda will say, well, let's get off here and we'll just follow this road to this road to this road and get back on above the thing. But you have to call five one one. No, I didn't know about five one one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, like if you, if you go twenty four from Chattanooga west. To Nickajack Lake, that's always a mess. It's either a wreck or it's there's too many vehicles for too little road type thing. And I get off there and go down into Alabama and, then and come over. Out. Yeah, yeah, come up fifty five or whatever it is, yeah. fifty nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but see, there's a ways. There are ways around that. There, there are definitely ways now that we didn't have. All we had before was the road map. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that was all you had. And, yeah. and it was already outdated by the time you got it, generally speaking. But they were free at the gas station. Yes. Yeah. Maps. Well, well, I still have maps. I, I, use, I, have, I keep a road atlas in the car. Yeah. I go to the state rest area, the first one, and they usually give you a state road map. Yeah. And for all the... I mean, most of my stuff is southeast or, or northeast, and I'll have one for every state. So we're uh, obviously this is all really leading to uh, autonomous cars, uh, non-driver cars. That's scary. Although after what I've experienced, I went to Asheville, North Carolina, and back this week, autonomous cars might be a good thing, <laughs> just because of some of the drivers. You know, I don't know how how's Tesla doing with theirs. They they just laid off a bunch of people. Tesla won't be around much longer. They yeah. laid off what seven hundred people. Yeah, uh, and they don't have a big workforce. And 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 the Trump said he wants to cut back all of their subsidies, so a Tesla will cost you nine hundred million dollars. Sure. And what about the 
people that have bought them, what, what, what do they do with them? Well, you know? well that's, where, where that is somebody with their Packard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Fred Cantor and his brother. <laughs> yeah, so... Somebody will save it. It's like there's a guy that saves all the sobs. They go around and they buy all the spare parts from dealers that have given up the franchise. And there's a guy in uh, Florida that does DeLoreans that way. Right. And they make a living out of it, and they and plus they'll restore some of them. So, yeah. Yeah, the car industry is definitely changing. I'm sorry, what? So, it's definitely changing, the car yeah. industry. But going back to transports for a minute, you go today, and, and Steve knows this as well as I do, if not more, and these Ferraris the original 12-cylinder race cars are bringing tens of millions of dollars. Now, somebody hires, let's say, I buy a Bugatti Type 57 SC somewhere and I pay $29 million for it. You got that kind of money? And I don't go home with it. You obviously don't get it and drive it. You have it transported somewhere. So by the time you get a rig and maybe... One of Passport's rigs, it's got, a, I won't say $100 million, but $50 million worth of cars in it from Pebble Beach or something. Yeah. And that, and that happens now. Oh, yeah, a lot. And like you're a Hershey, uh, at, at the Hershey Car Show, when you come in, there's a main road that, that sort of wiggles around through Hershey Park, and they line up the transport cars there. The yeah. transport trucks, yeah. well, and they go, like they go over. Yeah, but that's that's little compared to Hershey. Uh, I understand that. But they, that they, and they all have their little tents set up. And they all have this, and then they have the ones that are taking them to Europe, and they arrange the or Japan. They they have the guys there to arrange for the boxes. Yep. Uh, and everything, and if you can afford a twenty nine million dollar car, you just say, just bring it. Well, yeah, or two point, but two point nine million. Yeah, they don't even square. They no. don't. Even, they don't even care. And these guys, of course, are professionals. The the, the passport type people of the world are well, pros. This is one reason that we uh, I wanted to go with them and and them be a sponsor is that they don't hire Joe from off the street to drive, even if he's a truck driver. No. They don't hire truck drivers. They no. hire they, yeah. people that are and in the hobby. No, And, you know, and, and let me ask you this, Steve, because you, you've you done a lot. I mean, I haven't done diddly, but there's each, I would think, each uh, classic car, whether it's from the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, whatever, has to be tied down differently. You can't you can't run uh, a tie down chain through the spokes of a of a Model A or something. Or is no, that, no, there's is that uh, there, well, yeah, but uh, these guys have all varied equipment. Well, yeah, yeah, and and you about. watch them. If anybody's interested, really interested, watch uh, chasing classic cars when Wayne Carini sends some of his cars to uh, a show or an auction. You can see the difference, and and I've seen him use Passport on his his show. These guys, the drivers, get these cars in. They tie them down over the wheel. They're, they have what they call e track. E track is a, is a, a piece of stuff with some slots cut in it, and you screw it down to the floorboard of the car, 
and you put some front and some back and you can it'll fit any car you want yeah and they're 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 Deals that they park these cars on have e-track cutouts in the middle, so they can fit anything. They tie them down by right over the tire, and then if you watch them, they put a plastic cover over because a lot of them are double high. They and and some of them sink down, and then they have this one that sits above, and they put plastic over the top, so in case the one above drips, it doesn't get on your. I mean, it's it's just a these guys know what they're doing. You're you're paying for knowledge and yes. ability and service. You know, especially Joe shows up with his open trailer behind a twenty-year-old F one fifty. Hell yeah, I'll get that some bitch are. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when? Well, but but look at, I mean, you've got the cream of the crop. Yeah, passport. Yeah. Well, you know, well, they, and they the, are the first ones to uh, present competitors. Yeah. Trailers. But you've still got the guys that Steve is talking about. Only there is a professional group of those guys. Yes, there are. I've hauled had a couple cars I bought in California and had hauled back here. And the second guy had a beautiful rig. I mean, it was probably 20 years old, and it was, I don't remember if it was a Freightliner or an International Harvester, but the truck was fresh paint and waxed and clean. And he had an old car hauler behind it that, who knows, owned it. And it had nine cars on it, I think. And mine was on the bottom and up front because it was a roadster. But there were used cars on it, too. And he was hauling from California back east. And there is a broker, for lack of a better term, that books these guys. Yeah. Somebody yeah. Deadhead. Yeah. And this guy, that the two guys that have hauled my cars have both... Exclusively, exclusively out of the Bay Area, out of San Francisco, back to the southeast. Well, we know what kind of car you get. Yeah. So anyway, but you take somebody like Passport, and when Bob Pass started this in St. Louis years ago, he found a void or a niche for guys that wanted things special hauling and Steve brought that up especially when you talk about international okay we could take a break we're going to take a break I'm si- I was sitting here taking a nap and didn't realize okay what the time was getting away from me but we're going to take a break and we'll be back on the classic car show right after this when I worked for Lotus we hauled all those covered we used Merciless Carriage, Frank Malatesta out of New Jersey. The best. And for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. One Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser. You need to tune in to class. My name is Kyle. A motorsports student at Alfred State College. 
Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, and we're talking. Uh, let me ask Steve. Obviously, you talked. We talked a little price earlier, um, and you do a lot of your self hauling. So yeah, I can. I I do it myself. Yeah, is it that much? You feel like it's that much less expensive than uh, well for me uh i m- most of my cars outside of the cadillac are small so it's not it's it's not that that big and i and we can talk about setting up trailers anyway and doing stuff um but it's it's the schedule that's the hardest thing to coordinate because these guys don't they they are not going to be at your house at 8:36 in the morning and on a specific, you know, they they they'll have six pickups in a day. Yes. And so you have to to uh, uh, you know if you're trying to be at a specific place at a specific time, it's a little hard. Uh, but I do know guys. Uh, we have a, a group of friends in New England because uh, New England is small for one thing. They'll meet in one guy's place, and eight of them will ship their cars to a tour. They'll they'll book the whole thing, and then they're going to be gone for a week. And while that truck is out, we'll say like when we went to uh, uh, Colorado Springs for the seventy fifth anniversary horses carriage, uh, they had eight, and then that guy they they had arranged for the company had arranged for him to work that week. In, in and out, it, out around, well, around there Never doing stuff. But he he was back there Friday afternoon at three o'clock, loading the cars to take them back to New England. And be honest, they guys told me they said, you know, it's about a hundred dollars more for us to rent the whole thing than if it would for for uh, us to drive and stay at motels. And and you start pulling a car trailer with that Dodge Hemi. That thing gets about eight to ten miles a gallon pulling the car trailer, and it's got to have high test gas. It's got to have premium gas. So you start figuring that out, and it gets very expensive. Plus the hotels, plus the meals, and all the other stuff. So it it's not cheap. Your the convenience of a trailer is you have it, you come and go as you need to. Well, and you you've got. Supplies in there, like cleaning supplies. Yeah, and, stuff and, and I always carry oil, and I yeah. have a jack, and I have a battery. Char- I have a whole 
little workshop in the, in yeah. the trailer. And if Brenda gets mad at him, he can sleep in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so and you know, and then we have a bar in there, and when, when we go on these like horses carriage, so I put I added a, a clothes bar. Uh, she likes to wear the vintage clothes of like the early teens, and so we have all of her outfits hanging up in the trailer. And so it, you know, there's our advantages to it. Sure. But the big thing with the car trailer is is doing it correctly and safely. I find more people. I mean, I'm, I'm going down the road and and at sixty sixty five. And you'll see some jackass come by you at ninety miles an hour, and especially with a with a with a six horse trailer filled with six horses. And horses don't stand still; they're jumping around, moving around side to side, going ninety miles an hour. He said, "Boy, is this guy asking for trouble?" Yep. And I, you know, I'm getting ready to do another trailer seminar. Uh, in all these years, I don't know how many years. God, I bet I've been towing for. 40 years maybe and I've only ever had one problem one blowout in 40 years mm-hmm. just one the only problem I've ever had and you'll go to these meets and you know some guy will walk up to you and, and say well everybody says you know a lot about trailers I had I had six blowouts on the way up here Is it, well, don't doesn't that tell you that there's something really wrong yeah, what, with what you're doing? What, and, you know? or, or what kind of tires do you, yeah, do you buy? Yeah, yeah, that's it. tires, wheels. There's just so much to trailering that I've learned over the years. And I listen to people that know. There's there's some people that that really do know what they're doing and listen to these guys. And uh, turning it around the other side, there are a lot of folks, even in the tire business, that don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. They do not. Uh, no. They the, the one blowout I had, I it was on the way to the uh, uh, Brass and Berks County, Pennsylvania, and we were very fortunate. The tire blew out uh, just before an exit. I got off, went to a McDonald's lot, changed the tire. Uh, we got up to to uh, Pennsylvania, went to get tires, and this old man was there who had been in the tire, his family had been in the tire business over 80 years. And this guy was so cool. When he hooked the trailer up and wanted to put it in his trailer garage, you know, his bay, yeah. that guy, right in, and he said, and he had to back it, he said, damn, I missed it, I had to go forward twice. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this guy, whoa. <laughs> but he told me so many things about trailers trailer tires uh, and it's the single biggest problem that people have uh, there's a couple things like when I mentioned like greasing the wheel hubs well a lot of these guy trailers now like mine and and some of the other ones come with with a there several this generic name is called bearing buddies you pull the little rubber thing off and there's a grease fitting there so they shoot you're supposed to shoot grease in there two things research uh, you, it's you're greasing wheel bearings. So, what type of grease should you use? Wheel bearing grease. Wheel bearing grease. People don't do it. They use regular chassis grease, and that's too thin. And the other thing is that they put too much in because you can't see. Uh, they tell you if you read the book, and one of the best reference sources out there on trailing is eTrailer.com. It's a selling place, but boy, they have more information you can imagine. So you put one to two pumps in in the spring when you first for your first trip, and that's it. You're done. 
Well, you I don't, don't put any more in. With that being said, we're going to take our second break. We'll be back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio right after this. I, Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Mr. Steve Ronaldo and Mr. Jim Weber. And we're glad both of you are here today. And uh, we're sorry that uh, TJ from Passport's sick well, and uh, couldn't hopefully, join us. Hopefully but, he'll, he'll be better. Be better. Yeah. Well, uh, pardon? No, he'll be better. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll. Be good. He's, he's got a lot of business right now. He's, oh, yeah. He's, Scottsdale's going Scottsdale, on. All the auctions in Scottsdale. Yeah. There's probably 100 million trucks out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but back to the, the, the stuff. And this is one of my favorite subjects because uh, it, it's the worst part of the hobby of car trailers is, okay, the big thing is is tires. And I didn't know this. I had two, three things I did had no idea. And this old man told me, and I have since verified it with tire manufacturers, wheel manufacturers. Um, when you, first of all, in a car trailer, dual axle like mine. When I ordered mine, I have brakes on all four wheels. It doesn't. Co- it costs like sixty, seventy bucks more to have four wheel brakes as opposed to two wheel brakes. So why not do it? Uh, second is uh, l- speed and load range. Load range tires for trailers come it from A up to G. The lower the number, the earlier the number, A, B, A is worse than B. Uh, they don't have a high load range. When you go and I, you, you go to like Northern or any equivalent place and buy tires on those white wheels, you're going to get C-rated tires. Okay. Anyway, you look at the, what the load range is of C-rated tires on those things. My trailer with a car in it will say is about 4,500 pounds average. The, lo- the, the weight load range of those tires doesn't even add up to the total load 4, weight. 4,500 pounds. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you go D, E, and F. Now, I have a good friend that lives in Jersey, and he always had blowouts, and I started looking at his stuff and he was running those those c-rated tires and he was hauling things like a, a 16 packard uh which weighed six thousand yeah huge things and anyway he was always having blowouts so we talked about it and told him to get some e-rated tires and he's never had another problem since uh the problem with trying to get anything past d what you get when you buy a trailer for the most part is a 15-inch white wheel 
the 15-inch white wheels that come with those C-rated tires. One thing about the wheels, and I've had more people that found out that this is true, they do not recommend that you reuse the white wheels. That's why they don't cost anything. Hmm. That's why they come mounted already. Uh. They're, they're very cheap. And to get an E-rated 15-inch tire is a special order. Hmm. So if you're ordering a trailer or putting new tires on, go get some alloy wheels, 16-inch alloy wheels. If Make sure they'll fit under your, your the, the fenders that you have, and most yeah. of them will. Uh, and you can put E-rated tires, and you won't have a problem. Inflation is another thing. Um, tire... They'll tell you on the tire what the tire inflation should be. It will say 60, most of them are 60, 65 pounds. You go five pounds below that generally because as you drive, your temperature, uh, your tire will increase between five to 10 pounds of pressure. And how can you tell that? By a tire pressure monitor system, like from Tire Minder for your trailer. It will tell you tire, uh, tire and wheel temperature it'll tell you tire pressure and you can watch this stuff and it also tires tell you how fast you can go it says max vehicle speed and it says right on there most of them are 60 to 65 so alloy wheels with e rate d is minimum e is better and it you can special order 15s see i didn't know this when i bought my alloys i bought 15s okay and I can order them, but if you have a problem on the road like I did, they can get D's now. And this is not what I. This is what I've heard from a zillion million people: is the two best tires you can get are the one Goodyear has one, and Carlisle are the two best trailer tires out there, according to people in the tire industry. A lot of guys will say, "Well, I use I use." Um, uh, light truck tires. It's is this a trailer or is this a truck? It's a trailer. Trier, trailer tires don't flex like truck tires do. Hmm. And passenger car tires, they're stiffer on the side because a lot of people don't know that when you're turning a trailer, the front one turns, the rear one skids. Yeah. And if you have a, if you have that, you I've seen them. Guys have seen they've popped the bead. Especially on those white wheels. They will just pop the damn bead right off of those things. Hmm. Uh, so so there's a lot to consider with just wheel bearings, uh, all the stuff, and adjusting your brakes. The newer trailers are very easy to adjust the brakes. Just like a car. They didn't used to be that way. But you should do it where you just have, just like an old car, you have a very slight drag, and then you get a brake controller. And get a good digital brake controller. Technosia makes some of the best. Now, I'm going to say they are the best, but that's the, sort of the standard of the industry uh, for digital brake controllers. I wonder when someday somebody's going to develop a disc brake. You can buy it. They yeah, come. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, they have disc brakes. Okay. Yeah, they have yeah. disc brakes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a little expensive, but if you're going to tow a lot, uh, then we can talk real quick about things that I never knew either. Um Hitch the ball. If not, 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 I, I've never had a fifth wheel, so I know nothing about fifth wheel stuff. Not a thing. Uh, the the balls they come in one and seven eighths, two two and a quarter, and two and five sixteenths. Two and five sixteenths is the biggest, logically the heaviest duty, but that's not always true. Uh, 
if you go to e-trailer again and look at their stuff, they the and I never knew this that the balls are even rated for weight limit. I, I always say you got you know so everybody goes to Walmart and buys a two and five sixteenths ball and it's rated at five thousand pounds. Well, you can get a two and five sixteenths rated up to twenty thousand pounds towing capacity. So my God, for five six dollars more, get the heaviest duty best stuff you can. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then a uh, 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 weight distribution hitch. Well, first of all, loading a car. Uh, you should load a car, and the tongue weight should be ten percent of whatever the tr- the total weight of your rig is. And if you if you want if you pull into most way stations they'll they'll let you run on the thing and they'll tell you what your rig is weighing. So just say you have forty five hundred pounds you're towing, your tongue weight should be four four hundred and fifty pounds. That's what you're. T- and they make even a special scale to that. So I have so many different types of cars that I tow around. Uh, I have the floor marks for each one where the center of the wheel should be. To get my, as I bought one of the scales, I'm, I'm, I hate car towing. I hate it. I despise doing it. But do it safely. And then you have a load leveler hitch, weight distribution hitch that takes the weight off and puts it on where, you, where the car stays level. It doesn't go down at all. It just stays right, level. Right. We call them equalizer. Hitches. Yeah, equalizer hitches, weight distribution, yeah. anything yeah. you want to call them. And again, they're rated. You can get a cheap one, which is 5,000 pounds, up to 10, and they go up from there. I have the hitch I use is big enough to tow a Terex land mover around. Have you got one of those? <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm going to get the biggest and best stuff I can. Then a, then a, 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 a sway controller, 100 bucks. You put it on. And, you know, you've all been in trailers, and a truck comes by it real fast. Yeah, and and the, the the trailer starts, starts swinging. Whipping. Doesn't happen with this. It prevents. It's a hundred bucks. Wow. It's worth do, worth doing. And then you get into to straps. And so this is another thing that drives me crazy. People go to Walmart and buy the straps. You want ten thousand pound minimum straps. That gives you forty thousand pounds. You take a five. You take a four thousand pound car. Going 60 miles an hour, how much weight is that? Too much. And you have one of these little crummy Walmart straps on there, that thing's coming loose. That's coming loose. So you want a minimum of 10,000 pounds uh, straps, big ratchet straps. Yeah. And then the big deal is, well, uh, do I cross them or do I do it Straight. Straight. Either one. You'd see, this is a this is an ongoing controversy. Yeah, we used to do it straight. Yeah, uh, some people say, yeah, I should only. Some even the tow, even the strap guys will tell you, well, no, you should only cross them. So I do one of each. <laughs> I got them both covered. Um, yeah, well, see, you have a covered trailer too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when we were hauling the race cars, they were open, and there's nothing worse than putting a race car on a trailer in the pouring rain. Well, you know. You know, something else I was going to bring up is, um, and, and we've all talked about it off the air a lot, but you, Jim, have uh, regarding drivers. And, you know, it's when I started driving and out on expressways or on highways or whatever, the, the courtesy of the tractor-trailer driver was incredible. Knights I, of the I, Road. They were called Knights yep, of the Road. Yeah, yep. and... Uh, 
but it it's changed probably because they have to put up with all the other assholes that are on the road. And but it, you know, you'd come up behind one. Please say rectal orifice. I'm very yes. offended. Yes. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Uh, but you know, uh, you come up by in in the old days. You'd come up behind one. You wanted to pass him. You'd blink your lights. And then when it was safe to f- pass, he would blink his yep. trailer yeah. lights. And yeah. say, Come then on you right. go. Yep. But I don't think any of that. No. I still blink my lights at trucks when they when they when they get past me and they can yeah. pull in safely. Yeah, I'll do that too. Sure. But well, that, and use turn signals to go out to change lanes. Yeah. What? what? Well, you don't drive a BMW. BMW owners don't have to use. Turn it doesn't signals. come on those cars. No. Oh. Anything made in Germany does not have turn signals. No, they're not required. Um. Which just, is not true. Just but a little story. I have a great deal of respect, not only for the car haulers that we're talking about with the exotic cars, but the NASCAR haulers. That oh, haul yeah, those the big monsters, trailers, and yeah, trucks. Yeah, and the machine shops in them and the cars and stuff. And a funny story... Um, there was a road race at Watkins Glen a couple of years ago, and I was headed up 81, headed to New York. And, of course, 77 out of Mooresville, and there runs up that way, and you go up 81. No, it stops yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> and two guys, NASCAR haulers, don't even remember the two teams, but they were obviously in a hurry. <laughs> Racing. <laughs> they thought they were race drivers? And boy, was it fun. Huh. I, I I mean, they were very professional, but they were on a schedule. Well, they don't have a lot of time. No. So, you know, they no. leave on Sunday, and they got to get there for practice on Wednesday. Yeah, well, but this was Thursday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what that's like when you're running, and especially on a road race, because there's so few road races in Watkins Glen. It's not as easily accessible. No. So, but I have to tell you, I mean, I thought we had Jimmy Johnson and uh, Dale Jarrett. And the way they can park those monster rigs. Those guys can pull them in in a perfect spot. Yeah, yeah. And they're six inches all the way down from the next trailer (laughs) next to them. Yeah, these guys are great. Yeah. But anyway, there's a lot to trailers, and, and like I said, I, I don't want to sit and harp on it, but I hate doing it. I despise car trailers. I despise doing it, but if you're going to do it, do it right and do it safe. And one of the best reference sources out there is eTrailer.com. Yeah. Their pages are just filled with useful information. And there's several good strap companies uh, that are out there that make make good straps, tie-downs, and and. For all we follow the stuff on the tires, get the get the minimum D rated, preferably E, mm-hmm. and and That's alloy like wheels. Remember that old saying, and talking about getting the best if you're going to do it. Uh, yeah. The old saying, the life you save may be your own. Yeah. Yeah, and your car. I mean, you think about it. A four thousand pound car going sixty miles an hour, and you a slam tor- on the brakes, and you don't torpedo. have you don't have good the straps. Torpedo is right. Yep. Yeah. That car will break. I've seen yep. you, I've seen a lot of strap cars come with broken straps. Okay, we're going to take our last break on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We'll be back right after this. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. 
Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We've been talking trailers and passport and uh, transporting of uh, classic cars and or any cars really. And um, you know, this is the thing about passport. They they are the leader in the business. Uh, they were the innovators as well as the leaders and. People have copied, uh, what's the, like the old saying, the best compliment is to be copied. And, uh, yeah. Well, they have uh, the prettiest trucks. They have the prettiest trucks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you read them hey, on that. You know, and this, they have nice guys working for yeah. them. So. These guys are pros. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, you know, all the, the, these, these the big-name car hauler guys are all pros. Uh, you know, they haul and they take care. Yeah, from military old military vehicles to Duesenbergs. Well, if you so, need a uh, car transported, call our friends at Passport Transport. They, yeah. Uh, they are the best and uh, are certainly one of the best, if not the best. And uh, they they initiated the uh, the covered wagon. Yeah, the Saratoga yeah. or whatever of the Conestoga. transport business. Conestoga. Conestoga. What did I say? Saratoga. Conestoga. Was that Studebaker? Uh, owns Conestoga? Or did Studebaker evolve from Conestoga? They made. I don't know. I know. But Studebaker made a lot of wagons. Yeah. They went across. But these were, they, were the, they were sort of like the Cadillac of the covered wagons. They were very expensive. Yeah. Anyway, I got another thing I want to mention. One of the problems with a couple things with old cars. Uh, GPS. People say, well, I can't use a GPS on my old car. That's not true. A Garmin works on five volts. If you have a six-volt car, it will work, but you have to wire the plug correctly. And you can use your Garmin on a six-volt system because all solid-state stuff is five volts for the most part. But if you look at your Garmin and it says five-volt power supply, five volts DC... That's what it will say. The other thing I found that I, you know, I don't. A lot of old cars uh, didn't come with voltmeters. They didn't come with anything. But I bought this thing. I don't know if they can see this thing. Oh yeah, you plug it into the. You cigarette. put it into the cigarette lighter. They're two about two three dollars on eBay, and it's a voltmeter. Oh really? Oh. It's a voltmeter. Oh, let me ask you something. I just bought two. I haven't gotten them yet, but. 
two of the batteries, or uh, you got a dead battery, you plug it into the, you plug this thing into the cigarette glider place, and it jump starts your car. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're, they're, are those worth having? Yeah, and the newer ones, especially with the lithium ion batteries, I have, I carry one in the Dodge, and when we get to our tour destination, uh, I'll plug it in at the hotel room and fully charge it overnight and I'll put it in whatever car we're driving and and at least I can start the car um, and you can they're, they're, the newer ones are a little pricey they're right around 100 bucks oh these were these were at Walmart and they had a special on them I don't know uh, and and uh, uh, you can you, you you yeah, but these and maybe maybe we're talking about a different thing. This is a self-contained little battery thing. Yeah, and I know what you mean. Yeah, Fire rack has them too. A lot of people have them. Yeah, and and, and you can get a big one to start uh, seven liters. Yeah, pieces. well, this is mine are just a little bigger than a wallet. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah and you plug it in, and it. But there's like three sizes depending upon the size of your engine. Yep. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that, but yeah. they're they're out there, and that's a yeah, if for rack has them. for old car people, that's a real handy small thing to have. Yeah. I I didn't have you know, and I forgot about it. And when the Cadillac had that starting problem in Natchez, Mississippi, I said, looked in the trunk and said, "Oh feces." <laughs> 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 I, I, I left the stupid thing in the hotel room. Oh no! Oh gee. <laughs> well, so if you have one, you got to take it with you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's sort of like my cup of coffee that's sitting here on my desk. That's actually at my house that I keep leaving every, almost every morning. I fill it up and forget it. So, but anyway, oh, I did something. Oh. oh, this is embarrassing. Uh-oh. This you all will love. Okay, I go to fill up my car the other day, and I get to talking to this dude that's uh, asking the lady a question at the Dumawachi, or the little building thing, you know. And uh, so then I needed to ask her a question. I did, and this guy follows me back over to my car and starts talking to me. And I'm wondering, you know, what what the heck? And so I get in my car and drive off. And you never filled the gas tank. Oh, I filled the gas tank. I just left the, the filler in it. Oh, the hose. No. The hose. Yeah, but they have a quick disconnect. They now. do. Yeah. I didn't know that. And oh, so yeah. I go to the lady and I say, look, I just popped your cork there. <laughs> uh, what do I owe you? I'll be glad to. Nothing. They do it all. People do it all the time. Yeah, they just can't hook it up, and away you go. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, and my car didn't blow up. And uh, I Did your check engine light come on? No. Okay. Uh, just, you know. And I, I felt so stupid, but this guy had totally taken me well, away Well, you didn't from know whether he was going to carjack you or not. And no, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, that's there. the in thing now. What do they yeah. call them, sliders? Yeah. They call them sliders. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. So, well. And the, the gas stations are posting signs. Yeah. Well, in that, some areas. That lock your car. Yeah. Take yeah. your keys with. Yep. Uh, I've heard on one of our local you know, that's a nice talk thing radio shows. I, I don't have to have keys, but 
I have to have my key fob, but yeah. I never use it. You just walk up close to the car and it works. Yeah. Yeah. And so somebody really, they have to have my key fob to steal my car. They can't uh, just. Well, some some areas guys have a gun when they're filling their car with gas. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I know. That must happen to a friend of mine, and he had as he was pulling the thing out, and he just turned the hose on the guy. <laughs> That's, yeah. And had yeah. this match and said next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that the best, the, the safest thing to keep your car from getting stolen is by a standard shift. Yes. <laughs> Nobody knows oh, yeah. what to do with it. Oh, exactly. No, that happened here yeah. with a, with a, with an Altima. Yeah. The guy got in to steal it and couldn't drive it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny story. I can drive. My kids can drive. Everybody in my family can drive a standard shift. And I thought it was very important that they do. And uh, I wouldn't. I have no desire to have another standard shift. I mean, it's fun if you have a second or third or fourth car, maybe. But uh, you know, it just—I don't want it anymore. But I can drive. You put me in anything, and I can drive it. That's scary anymore. Yeah, they can't. Nobody can. No, no they've never been trained. Well, I somebody told me. I think I don't know who it was at Hyundai that. Uh, less than 2% of the cars Hyundai manufactures now are standard shift. Oh, and well, they're mostly base model accents or the Velo Star or whatever, the they, call it, or whatever they call it. If you want to see an idiot make an idiot out of himself, give him a standard shift car and a parallel parking place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have to anymore. They just park. Yeah. The car just parks itself. Well, he, did, he, he gets there, well, and he gets beside him, and he starts pushing on the side. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Get well, him in the- but backup cameras are such a nice thing. Now. Oh, that's it. That, yeah. That. And you, it just, it, it's a piece of oh, cake. Oh, I have a backup camera on my trailer. Do you? Yep. Good. You buy them, at, uh, they have ones of the longer reach at, at Napa. It was, I think, $89 on sale. And I, if I don't use it, all you do is it's all remote control. You get to wire it in and get it 12 volts, and you just... And I can see what I'm going to run into when I back up. Brenda. <laughs> 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 you mean like a post? <laughs> Anything. I, I, I'm the world's, one of the world's worst backer-uppers. One time we were on a tour, and, and it was in... Um, Cape May, New Jersey, and the guy said, "Well, I just pull your trailer in over there." I said, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, wait a minute. No, 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 no. He said, "You remember in World War II when the pilots would shoot down like a Japanese zero? They'd put the zero on their thing." I said, "I, I, I have pictures of stuff I've hit with my trailer backing up." <laughs> <laughs> and he put it right in there. He put it right in. I could. Uh, the only time I ever impressed my two sons was with my. Um, Backing my boat, and I could put that sucker. And it was not a small boat; eh? it was a sixteen-footer uh, inboard outboard, and uh, it was a big, heavy boat. But I could put that sucker. Yeah. Any as long, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't hope to back your trailer. No, a box is a whole lot harder yeah. than an open. Well, you if, if you got something where you can see, I can put a trailer. If you can see it, I can do it. But. With yours, no. That's why you've got to have, and and it, we're talking about other things. Good back, good towing mirrors. Yeah, uh, Makesh and makes great towing mirrors. I'll go one step further on the mirror. You gotta know how to use them. 
Yep. They so got you. Got to be able to see that corner. They've got to be out enough where you can see the corner of the trailer. And I respect you for being able to bike it because I, I, you know, I'm. Not oh, I've, I've gotten I've gotten better. I haven't hit anything for a while. <laughs> I get there early so I can just drive and <laughs> get my parking spot. The uh, drive-throughs? Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. I those, can tell you some horror stories with backing trailers. Oh, I, I don't think I can do it anymore. I mean, I haven't, I think probably it was. Well, you know what's nice, too, with the backup the camera yeah. uh, is is getting your trailer to the ball, to the hit, to the hitch, to yeah. the hitch ball. You can yeah. put it right in because that always was always kind of a pain to do. Oh, yeah. To get everything lined up, yeah. and then you'd pinch your finger, and <laughs> but now, like the new, we have a guy uh, that has the new Ford F one hundred and fifty with the the thing you see in the TV on the dash. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I, I, Wouldn't you like to see the situation? Have a video of Brenda directing Steve and backing the trailer up, and I don't think uh, she does. Yeah, does she, she does. Oh, does she? Yeah, she'll do sometimes. Yeah. No, it's a, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I've done it enough where now at this point, it's not, the big thing to backing up is hold the steering wheel on the bottom. Don't hold it on the top. Because if you hold it on the top, you have to go opposite of the way you want the trailer to go. If you hold it on the bottom, if you want to go to the left, you move the steering wheel to the left. You know, the other thing is... And, and, I, and I've seen you that's very, exactly very, what I was going to say. Very I've slow. I've seen idiots try to you know do it at five miles an hour, whatever. Very slow. But slow is the biggest. And, it, key. and, if, and the bigger trailers are easier than smaller trailers because the trailers don't move. The bigger uh, trailers don't move as quickly. Yeah. Uh, and as precise, little dinky those little lawnmower trailers. I mean, those things you'd make one move that string wheel a quarter of an inch. That thing is going to shoot off three feet. Well, gentlemen, it has been a pleasure as always having you guys in, and uh, want to thank everybody for listening to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show today. And we'll be back next week with more fun and games and a very special guest, I'm sure. Anyway, we'll be back. Have a good weekend, and thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Happy Oregon homeownership is the result of a good working relationship between the home buyer and their realtor. Make buying your Oregon home a fun and rewarding experience. Get our free guide to happy Oregon homeownership. Act now. Limited availability. Free at realoregonhomes.com. That's realoregonhomes.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.